Greetings, vloggers, bloggers, followers, and potters. Dustin here from Dustin's Dynasty with the 250th vlog episode. Doesn't seem to be like the 250th, and we haven't, it hasn't been 250 weeks till we got here, but in reality, it is the 250th episode. Um, in the beginning, we did two a week, probably about to 100, so, but we've been doing vlogs as far as I think for almost three years now uh, since I got situated in my from leaving my first home back in 2020 and in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic and three years later almost three years later I would say that we are still rocking strong and today is the 250th uh, vlog and it is Memorial Day weekend it's a Friday we got through the week it was hard. It was challenging, but we got through it. It's going to be a three-day weekend. I'm going to have some awesome weather here in southwestern Pennsylvania for the weekend. Some awesome ideas and awesome activities. Um, so when I was thinking about an episode to do for the 250th, um, as you know, I am autistic. And I had to think of what could I do to make my experience count or make it under, be understood that this is autism. And that's what I just thought of. Um, I thought of the song, This Is Me. And it's kind of like that. Um, but I was thinking more of this is autism. Because, uh, you know, we are autistic people often. And sometimes, as one advocate said, you, if you've seen one person, you've just seen one person. And sometimes we put one trait in with another. And over the past few days, I've watched various uh, autistic people and autistic portrayals, I should say, such as The Good Doctor. I don't really watch The Good Doctor, but I saw a few glimpses of what that was like. And sometimes it's a little triggering and sometimes it hits home too much. That's why I can't watch a full episode of something. I can only watch bits and pieces of it even if it is a portrayal or even if it is just too close to home or too genuine. So, you know, autism, according to the National Autism Association, is a neurodevelopmental disorder. Many people often relay it with mental health or a developmental disorder, which it kind of is, but more so it's a neurodevelopmental disorder, disorder and it's has different impairments to it and difficulties and behaviors. So those are social and cognitive impairments, communicative difficulties, and repetitive behaviors. And so like when I said you, you everybody's different, um, you know, in the autistic capabil capability, everybody's different. Um, you know, you see me, I'm very speaking, I'm very articulate, I'm very communicative. But there are different levels or different ways of understanding an autistic person. And for me, I took a long time to accept uh, not only where I stand, but where everybody else on the in the autism planet uh, lies. And accepting that, you know, accepting that we all are unique and have our own ways and our own traits of being. And that we, sh we have to be kind and, you know, should should accept everybody. And that's all that we want in life. Um, you know, years ago we talked about autism awareness. Now it's a lot of a lot of aware a lot of autism month back in April was years ago was put into the shape of awareness. 
then the last few years it's been more shifting on um more on more on the action piece of uh, more on the more on the acceptance accepting us as autistic people from all walks of life for who we are and what we are and what we believe in so you know i think that's the thing too you know we we have to we 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 can say we up we're autistic but we have to be accepted and treated the same as everybody else regardless of our you know differences or indifferences we have to be treated and respected for who we are our quirks our stems what have you and sometimes it's hard to see past the quirks and the stems um or what what that may be so you know sometimes you know uh you know it, it for me i can tell you a little bit about you know how I don't. I think I was always there was always a sign from a young age that I was autistic, but eventually I spoke, so that was kind of like disapproved for a long time, for about nine years, until I was officially diagnosed with what was then Asperger's disorder in 1998. But now that it's all sandwiched together in the whole autism uh, disorder category, um, you know, it's definitely something that. Uh, you know, is something to, to look at. But I think, you know, it was hard to understand for a long time a lot of things. So, you know, just accepting the things that we that are about ourselves and seeing that while we may mask some of our behaviors at times or we may not have the ability to mask as an autistic person or as an autistic child, we are still to be seen as valuable people that we matter and that we are loved. Um, regardless, you know, sometimes, you know, it's hard to recognize things like your name or, 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 or not point at things, you know, or have an interest in something and seeing that and being okay with that, I think is the big thing, you know, not able to be being per play pretend. I remember for a long time, I just wasn't able to, to cross that pretend what pretend was. And sometimes to a point, I don't understand what sometimes that what is being acted upon versus what is what is real you know um it, eye contact you you think i'm looking at you in the camera and i do quite well with that you know um nowadays but for most of my um, childhood and into my adolescence i had a struggle uh looking into the camera i would always look down or you know even even you know later on in life um still sometimes in some situations I when I'm when the sensory overload or the sensory sensory palate is just too much, I still uh, show the signs of not giving eye contact unless I really get to know who you are, and that's not really to the point of focusing who you are, but really just focusing in and understanding. So it's always you know that that eye contact. And, you know, if we want to be alone, that's fine. Sometimes we have to have friends and sometimes we long friends, but not everybody longs friends. Um, that alone time is, you know, it's okay and should be accepted as such. You know, it, there's always this pressure anymore to, to be social and get those skills and get those social nuances and social pragmatics and social concepts. It has to come within time. Um, I didn't start, frankly getting better at my social capabilities until I was almost 30 years old or later. So it comes within time. Uh, you know, it's, it's not easy, but I became more social. I'd say within the past decade and having difficulty showing understanding or, un, or other, or 
or understanding other people's feelings or, or their own. And sometimes that is the case. Sometimes we don't understand people's feelings or we, we don't understand that they're um, – that the what they're showing feelings, or that they're under, or we're understanding their feelings, or being part of their own feelings sometimes, and sometimes that can be hurtful and mean to others. But it takes time to understand the social pragmatics, the social nuances, social understanding. But within time, it does come through, and I'm thankful that I've learned and understood how to read body language and how to read body emotions over time. Um, you know, my speech was very delayed. In fact, I took speech lessons at school, clear through, clear through my 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 public school career until I was uh, until I graduated high school. And I, in those lessons every week, I sometimes learned a lot of communication, uh, communication uh, tools. And uh, sometimes that we had single lessons, and sometimes we had group lessons, and they were very, uh, very uh, valuable at times. You know, sometimes I did repeat words and phrases, and I still do the echolalia. That is always known as echolalia, and I still do that at times. I sometimes get so stuck on a thought, and it's okay if we get stuck on a thought. As long as we are appropriate and manifest it correctly, that's okay. Echolalia is always a good thing if it, if it's managed properly. And, you know, sometimes we'll give unrelated answers to questions or not the right answer, or we'll just think of something completely outside of the box. And that's okay, too. Um, changes. We are. I am one who struggles with changes, and the change may even be very minor, but we manage it. And I think it, take, it takes a long time. I remember as a, as a child growing up, and, you know, if the, if the bus was like 15 minutes late or 20 minutes late, I remember going into a full-blown um, upset meltdown over the bus being later than it normally was and not on time. Um, it was a very, it was, and my parents weren't there, but it was, it was a rough start to the day, you know, back then. It was probably fifth or sixth grade. I, I believe it was more so the fifth grade, but you know, because there was, I was unscheduled or un, unknown. It was, it was a very scary and challenging time. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a middle change. It's little changes like that that sometimes can set us off, and it's okay. And you know, there's ways around, you know, making sure that. The time is met and the time is understood. And I'm thankful that I have a supportive staff and a supportive day program and a supportive work that helps me know those changes. Um, obsessive interest. You know, sometimes we talk about obsessive interest, you know, like like they're just, um, you know, they're just like obsessive. And sometimes we, we call them obsessive interest, special interest. But, you know, that's part of what, what a lot of autistic people are. And understanding that... Um, you know, it's part of what we do and what we like. We like to obsess on things. There could be vacuums or, uh, you know, trains or one, you know, all kind of things. Um, you know, you can have, uh, you know, flop their hands, the, the rock the body and spin in circles. I had a hard time accepting that for a long time as an autistic person and that it was okay when people did that. I, I was often frightened for a long time growing up that when autistic people would, would stim and rock and, uh, spin and flap but that's just who they are and they can't help it and you know you have to accept that and i think sometimes when you have to when you're in this a lot of this compliance theory of not doing that or having that reserve i mean it's okay if it's reserved for a special time but i think sometimes just as an autistic body you can't handle that it's just too much for somebody and that is that's a flopping or that rocking that spinning in circles is how they cope. 
um, sometimes, you know, unusual reactions to under and over stimulatory things or the way or the way the way things sound, smell, taste, look or feel. You know, sometimes I have issues with things. I have issues with um, the way things look sometimes. Like if you look at a food and it has an imprint of a character, I can't eat it. It's a weird thing, but I can't. Some things of the touch, like the cones, like ice cream cones. I would I rarely eat ice cream cones, only on rare occasions, or have you know certain looks or feels to things. It's very scary sometimes. Um, you know, low to no social skills is another uh, asset. You know, sometimes is a barrier. Um, but I've always, like I said, I've built. I did not start socializing to my late twenties, early thirties, and it's it's flourished, and I flourished even from the time I was eighteen. I have flourished so much better, and even that I'm having eye contact with you on screen, that's a big step for me. You know, I used to be, uh, you know, I I would often avoid or risk, uh, physical contact, and you know that was one of the hardest barriers for me growing up. I did not like to be touched. And eventually, as I became older, I became used to being touched and, you know, understood and, you know, accepting that that feeling a little more and more as time goes on. You know, I gave somebody a hug yesterday, and that's a very rare thing, but it does happen. It's it's one of those things, you know, um, safety or danger uh, awareness is always a big understanding or misunderstanding, too. It's always, you know. Well, why don't, you know, something, you know, it's, it's, it's always something hard to understand and not get. So, uh, and sometimes we use, uh, you know, reverse pronouns. So we say you instead of I, and that was, uh, I do that sometimes. And I know others that do that too, but you know, it's, um, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it takes time to learn those things. So people with autism may also have unusual interests and behaviors. And in fact, I do. Well, I don't disclose them, but there are unusual things like bathrooms, hand dryers, fixtures, sort of things, or or just weird things, you know, and that sometimes can uh, cause some concern when you're out in public, but you know, have to know how to manage that and understand that well, you know, uh, Anxiety and phobias. Oh boy, the anxiety and phobias about, or just unusual phobias, like using a bathroom or, um, you know, things like that. I remember as a kid, I couldn't use a bathroom. I had a hard time using the bathroom and it's weird, but uh, eventually I broke it and it was very good. You know, um, one of the things that I did as a child was also line up toys or other objects. Uh, I, I, I can always remember lining up cars or trains, and we see that a lot more today, a more commonplace in the autistic community. Um, or we play with toys the same way every time. And, uh, you know, it's it's definitely something. Uh, you know, we it's, it's always the same way. It never can be used any different. Um, or use a part of it, of an object or just use something of a part. Um, like a wheel or something like that, you know, it's always, um, always something interesting. Um, again, being upset by manner changes, and I have been, and I explained that earlier. Um, you can have obsessive interest, and that that obsessive interest, again, is 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 just obsessing and obsessing and having interest in that deep deep thought. Um, other symptoms include being hyperactivity 
are very active, not being able to sit down, being running back and forth, not able to understand, um, having impulsivity. I do have that as well. Um, acting without thinking. Sometimes we just don't think, we just do. And when I'm not on my right mind, I do that sometimes. Um, a short attention span, kind of like ADHD, but you know, I do at times have a short attention span. It's hard to, to retain information unless it, it's interesting or attentive to me. Um, aggression is a very commonplace thing. I was very aggressive most of my life until I was about 30. And after that, since that, it's only been a handful of times. I have not been aggressive. Um, causing self-injury, I used to do that a good bit until I was 30. And, it, you know, it does come, it does go away within time. I, I have to say, and learning the proper skills to channel those emotions. Uh, meltdowns is always a, you know, a, a very valid uh, thing. We talk, we hear a lot about meltdowns anymore. And I, and in fact, I did have a meltdown about a month and a, about a month ago, actually. And, you know, it's, I had to learn, it gave me a real wake up call that I needed to do things to do to take care of myself. Life isn't perfect, but we're working towards getting better. Um, you know, unusual eating and sleeping habits. Yes, I agree. And that is even something into independence that I do struggle with. Um, but I'm working better at it and it's getting better. Um, you know, unusual mood or emotional reactions. That's always a possibility. I mean, definitely, uh, definitely I have unusual mood and emotional reactions, or sometimes you have a lack of fear or, or fear or have more fear than expected. Sometimes you worry over the simplest, the, the simplest of things, or you just won't fear over things that, that others, uh, that neurotypical people may think are the worst thing, but you fight it. You sometimes fight it better than others. And like I said, unusual sleeping habits are always, you know, they're always something, you know, that the sleep is one of those things that is just hard. And thankfully, I've been on medication for long enough to help help work on that. But it's still a challenge even today as I get into my independence. So those are some of the things. But when you talk about all of those aforementioned things that I mentioned throughout the course of this video, the thing is, is you just got to accept it for what it is. And I think it took me a long time to accept for what it is and understand for what it is and accept other, my autistic fellow people for what it is, for what their challenges are, regardless of, you know, what, where they are or in their journey or where they may be. Um, it's just accepting everybody as part of the package deal and accepting myself and understanding that it is a crust to bear and that sometimes the struggle is real. And that, you know, we all, we're all in this together. We're all fighting it rough and hard and tough sometimes. Sometimes tougher. Some days are tougher than others. Some days are easier than others. But we never give up. And, we, and giving up is never an option. So that's one of the hardest things I think to understand is sometimes you're understanding and knowing that you can never give up on your journey, no matter how hard it may seem. Because I know there were there were, have been parents, and my parents were one of those people who were at their wits end. And sadly, I I had some issues because of that. Like, they put me in treatment, and you know, I I signed myself out of the hospital at, at fifteen, and that was not a good thing, and it caused some adverse damage that is still effective today. But you know, all in all, you know, I I'm doing I'm doing much better. 
than where I've been uh, for a long time, and hopefully we get to see things go better. So I'm not going to keep too much of your time today because it's a holiday weekend. As you see, I have the, this is the Vietnam Veterans Memorial here in my local county, and I haven't been there in almost four years. Uh, some of the things are starting to come back to life. Some of the events, this has been a health month in our county, and some of the things are starting to come back to life, even, you know, as mental health month uh, is blooming and it's nearing its end. It's still doing the things that, uh, you know, need to do. So, um, you know, that's all I have to say today. So I want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to like this video, subscribe to the video, uh, tap a notification bell for more content. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest at Dustin's Dynasty, and on the web at DustinsDynastyUSA.com. I also have a link tree at Dustin's Dynasty. I want to thank you one more time for listening. Have a good weekend. Stay safe out there. Take care of yourself. Be kind. Have a good weekend, everyone.